Welcome to Champagne Moments, a podcast that brings you empowering and uplifting conversations about those special life moments worth celebrating. I am Zenta and I am passionate about encouraging you to find your own Champagne Moments so that you can show up as your best, empowered, radiant self, knowing that you are worthy of being celebrated. Two weeks ago, our beautiful province of KwaZulu-Natal was devastated by floods. Our people have suffered with the rest of the world during the pandemic, have lost so much during the unrest in July 2021, and now floods have claimed many more lives, homes and businesses. The question has come up so much these two weeks, how much more can our people take? And yet again, tragedy brings out the best and the worst in people, but mostly the best. Kindness, love and generosity abound in our beautiful country, South Africa. This quote by Fred Rogers has been shared again. When I was a boy and would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people helping. Certainly, we have seen so many people helping. One of the problems as a result of the floods is damage to water reservoir valves. And many people have been left without water for 14 days, even longer. It's been interesting to see how people reacted to this and the parts of their personality that came to the fore. I heard lovely ladies, after 13 days of no water, still being light and jovial, taking bottles of wine to a friend's house so that they could have a shower and do a load of washing, grateful that they had a friend with water and wine. Many people have also not had electricity, and this has obviously affected hot showers and cooking. I've seen incredible generosity and tons of water being donated and distributed to rural areas who only have access to dirty contaminated river water and definitely don't have the means to boil water. Yes, we did see those people that complained on social media about their lack of water in their upmarket homes and the inconvenience of not having a shower for a couple of days. It was hard to read these posts sometimes when others are trying to feed their babies formula mixed with contaminated river water. But we cannot judge during these times. We do not know people's full stories and how much they've struggled during these two years. A few days of no water may not just be an inconvenience. It could be the last final trigger for a full emotional or mental breakdown for someone that has lost their business in the unrest or a family member to COVID. This is a time to hold everyone with understanding, love and kindness. I am privileged to volunteer at the Robin Hood Foundation, an incredible non-profit organization that has the deepest core values and heart. And seeing the masses of donations of food, water and clothing that has come in and been distributed to those who need it most has been heartwarming. People have been so generous and I am so grateful to be able to directly see the impact of this love and care. The thing is that natural disasters and pandemics don't care about class or social status They treat everybody exactly the same. And this humbles us. It teaches us lessons and hopefully gives us a chance to be kind. The one point I particularly want to discuss on this podcast is guilt. Guilt around not being able to help with time or give financially or with donations. So many people are at their full capacity and not able to give anything more. And that is okay. We always need to give to ourselves first. If we do not have enough energy and time for ourselves, if our cups are not overflowing, then we cannot give even one minute away to others. Many people are reliving trauma. Many are at breaking point. 
PTSD is real. Mental health is so important. The floods have triggered many traumas from the unrest and the pandemic. And it is okay to choose to step back, to not engage, to take care of yourself first. Two years ago, as we all went into lockdown, we experienced a spike in adrenaline. The shock and disbelief as the world went into lockdown. Collectively, we came together to fight the pandemic. But individually, we lost human touch and connection. The personal way we interact with people was gone. We were forbidden from being around people. Normally, when we experience that adrenaline spike, for example, if we injure ourselves or we lose a loved one, we have family and friends who pull closer and love and care for us. This helps lower the adrenaline spike and it pulls us back to our normal level of living. However, in the pandemic, we do not have our normal ways to deal with trauma, and so we hold on to it for so much longer. Collectively, yes, we came together in the most amazing ways, but individually we stayed in the space of constant adrenaline for two years. In KwaZulu-Natal, we had the added trauma of the unrest in 2021, and now the floods. For many people, the new adrenaline spike has been far too much on top of the already traumatic, spiked, stressed way we are functioning. Many are at breaking point and literally cannot handle one more stressor. We are at capacity. As much as our time to help others is here, our own self-care must come first. If we do not take care of ourselves, we will be of no use to anyone else. Perhaps we need to limit how much we look at our social media, or we need to find ways to escape. Some people can't get out of bed, while others need to help, they need to clean up, they need to serve others. That is how they cope with trauma. Whatever your coping mechanism is, it is okay. You do not need to feel guilty for what you can or can't do. As a dance teacher, I know my dancers' bodies very well, especially the ones who have danced with me for many years. I know what they can handle, how much I can push them to grow or learn new technique or choreography, whether they master something quickly or if it takes them a little while longer. I know where they hold tightness in their muscles and joints and where they hold their emotional trauma too. It has been interesting for me to see how bodies have changed in these two years. Knowing them so well, I can see the changes. Some people are holding trauma in their muscles and their capacity for movement isn't what it used to be. Others are holding back in their bodies, almost fearful to move, which makes sense with all they've gone through. Mostly, I'm seeing how much lung capacity has been reduced and how the muscles surrounding our lungs are tighter and have much less range of movement than they used to. My feeling is this is from living in fear of breathing for two years, fearful of getting COVID. We have all shortened our breath and aren't breathing to our full capacity anymore. And those that have had COVID are often even more restricted. The freedom of being able to take really big, deep breaths is so important. Breath is our life force. Breathing deeply calms us and lowers the adrenaline. One of the best ways to encourage trauma healing in your bodies is to breathe. Try taking a few really deep breaths every morning and night in the safety of your own home. Even better, do it outdoors, away from other people, where you can really welcome deep, fresh air into your lungs. Expand your physical body. Open your chest, arms and upper back. Breathe to your full capacity and allow those muscles to start opening again. You will find that your capacity to breathe naturally deeper will improve. Your body will feel more comfortable and you will feel calmer. Breath is such a beautiful and special part of our existence. 
The other important basic human need we have is touch, and that was very strongly and abruptly taken away from us. Every one of us is being touched less than we used to be. Touch is medicine. I've been reminded so much of this lately, how good touch feels. Touch calms us and makes us feel safe. It reminds us of connection, love, and our sense of self. I'm a very tactile person and will often touch someone's arm as I speak to them. It was really hard for me to break that habit and stop doing it for the pandemic. I also felt disconnected from the person I was talking to. I wanted to reach out and touch them, especially if they were sharing something deep with me. I am now more aware of asking, do you do hugs? May I touch you? Or reaching out slowly and seeing what their reaction is before I actually touch them. We desperately need to be touched though. Simple touch can release oxytocin, the love hormone, and we all need more love. People need 8 to 10 meaningful touches a day to function at their best. If you aren't getting those, perhaps consider going for more massages or other body therapies where you are touched. This can make all the difference to your emotional well-being and help release any trauma in your body. These two years have certainly taught us that crisis does happen when we least expect it. And a way I like to handle this is to take a step back and reevaluate what is actually affecting me and my loved ones, my business, my life, personally. I make a list of the things that are currently affecting me this week. And then I divide that list into what is within my control and what isn't. When I simplify it all down into such a simple structure, I realize there is actually very little that I need to focus my energy on right now. Most of the stuff out there is out of my control and doesn't even affect me. When I focus on only thinking about and doing what I need to do and what is in my control, I get it done quickly and efficiently, and I have extra time to start focusing on other projects that I really would like to do but haven't had time for. This method works really well for me when I feel overwhelmed. Perhaps try it and see if it can work well for you too. I hope that you can all find some peace, healing, love and joy as you heal from any trauma that you might be holding on to physically, emotionally or mentally. Be gentle and kind with yourselves and with others always. Thank you for listening to Champagne Moments. It made me so happy to share this time with you and I look forward to connecting further. For notifications of my upcoming episodes and special guests, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Champagne Moments with Center or visit my website, center.life.